Hello and welcome to the Flat Chat Podcast brought to you by Virtual Racing School. This is the Eight Stops. The Flat Chat Podcast, the Eight Scots Edition. The Flat Chat Podcast, the Eight Scots Edition. 2019! Tonight we have Michael Koroloff, the uh, one of the head honchos over at Oceanic Sim Racing, obviously this, the uh, group that runs V8 Scops. And we will take many, many shots at this man. Uh, so, Michael, I hope you're very well prepared. Michael, <laughs> thanks for joining us. <laughs> well, that's a hell of an introduction. Thank you very much for having me on. And um, I, I, I don't know whether I... Uh I don't know whether I should have said there are no there are no questions that you can't ask me tonight because I might get some curly ones. But thanks for having me anyway. So I think we've all had our fair share of run-ins with you, Mister Michael. <laughs> uh, <Carl. laughs> uh, one of which um, you you run multiple series, uh, Mister Norrie Norris, Matthew Norrie Norris. He's 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 hiding out there somewhere. He's he's failed to uh, bring up um, any incidents yet, um, Norrie. What do you think about the uh, race control? What are your real opinions of race control? Oh, I'm not going to bring up that dev race. But <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a penalty. It wasn't warranted. Well, yeah, so it. this is this That's is what I was going to say. This this led to this led to my next question. Michael, you must hear this week after week, race after race. What is your um, initial um, feeling about the iRacing community and and how they go about um, going after objections on on penalties or that kind of stuff. But that is a big role for you and the OSR team, and it's a role that no one wants to play, as Jamesy mentions. <laughs> but uh, like, you know, how how do you feel about the iRacing community and and how has it gotten better over the years? Worse? You know, are we crazy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, look, it's, what do you think, mate? Look, it's, it's a funny thing because really, you know, race control used to be something that it was a bit of a gentleman's agreement when online racing first happened. And I'm talking back in, in Grand Prix Legends, and that's that's before my time. But you self-monitored. So if you bumped into someone and they went off the track, you instantly slowed down, you let them through. If their race was over, and I actually saw this carry on to different series when I first started sim racing, if you bumped into someone and they crashed and, and a wheel was torn off their car and that race was over, I've seen guys retire and say, well, I, I wrecked his race, so I, the fair thing to do is I'll retire. And we had this this sort of gentleman's agreement of how it went, but as iRacing came along and first came on online, you know, around the, 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 the 2008 time where, where it became public beta, and from then on, guys didn't have to redress and so you had a lot of these older style sim races that came on into sim racing that were very much of the old ilk and they did the right thing as it were rather than just deliberately give someone a nudge and push them off because you had a, a new wave of people coming through that were leaving playstation leaving xbox looking for something more than just a game and they went racing and you had you know carters and race drivers and all sorts of people coming into this for the first time and there was nobody there to police it so you give someone a nudge and you got a position and away you went now a lot of the older races that were around in those days that were still racing on the fair basis basically got jack of it and they they moved away so you had this decline in standards as it were where drivers could just 
get away and it became tit for tat and you had the community that started really well like 2008 and onwards and it slowly declined and and, and down I would suggest in a curve down to around 2012-13 and then we started doing this this race control thing as a way of making guys responsible for what they do but also looking at all these new blokes doing the stuff that we just thought, man, you can't do that. That's not real racing. That's making it like your PlayStation, and it's not. And so race control became something of a bit of a big stick. But I, I think the community has warmed to it more because it's they understand that it's fairer for them and that if they get bumped off the road by somebody, there's going to be either a redress or a penalty issued, not just they got taken out and that's their race ruined. So... It's fair for everybody, and and that's what I think the public, um, as a community, has come to understand. And 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 indeed, we've seen other series, um, like the I Race for Fun boys, um, the AOSC guys, the um, the endurance championship guys. All those guys are doing live live race control now. So it's 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 nice to know that we sort of started something that other people feel is valuable and has moved on. But in general, to answer your question, yeah, I, I think the the I Racing community has gotten a lot better, um, and they accept us a heap more, even though they might not like us. <laughs> They do accept it. Well, on behalf of everyone out there listening, Mike, you're wrong. You're wrong. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that on board. (laughs) Just got to get it out of the way, you know, just get that that out of the way and then we can move forward. Yeah, mate. Well, look, considering considering, that's really good to hear, considering that especially V8 scops, um, it's gotten so big and so competitive. And and the fact that you're saying that is um, is actually really good. Uh, It's really good to hear. Um, considering you're running, you know, 150 of the most competitive V8 drivers in that series, and you know, some people with big egos, egos, some with small egos, but you know, at the end of the day, if they're getting better, that's that's good. Well done. Well, I I, I think it's it's fair to say too that we've had to massage the rules a little bit and make some adjustments because there was still sometimes our penalties weren't quite enough, and there's still some people that need a little bit more coaxing into line as it were so we, we had to adjust that but the whole idea is it's got to be fair for everyone and that's that's the main thing and and that's what we're trying to provide so you know we, we head down that path and we try to get it as right as often as we can and be as fair and consistent as we can so yeah and and of course we're always willing to review decisions if, if we uh, if somebody thinks that we really got it that badly wrong um yeah how long does that sort of go for like in, in what respect? What are we talking about? How long? Oh, you know, about uh, three months back. Is that going <laughs> to... <laughs> okay, okay. So let, let's let's address the elephant in the room. I'm lucky enough to just get to race every now and again in the Dev Series on a Tuesday night. So whilst you were you, you're debating what race control's uh, decision was, I can tell you I had nothing to do with it because I would have been racing that night as well. So there we go. <laughs> and that is the best way I can back out of it as I can. <laughs> Don't worry, Nora. You still wouldn't have won the Dev Series. So let's no. just leave, leave it. Leave it alone. I, I've let that. Bird fly. I'm sweet. You, you, you can so, blame Henry King and Simon Black for that. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. At least there's, yeah, you can spread the blame amongst ah, people. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, so 
look, moving on to Scops in 2019, we're looking at probably one of the biggest sim racing events or a series that the world has ever seen. And I'm really not trying to overhype this, but the Scops series for this year with the broadcast, with all the media surrounding it, with, with what we're doing, with all the content that people are creating for it, race control is going to play such a massive part in making sure that this spectacle and this uh, entertaining series is going to go ahead smoothly and with credibility too. And we're so confident that you guys are just going to continue to do the fantastic job that you've done but this year I, I guess we're preempting to have a lot more um, eyes on it and maybe the scrutineering that you would be doing in the race control room will also be scrutineered from the outside world as well maybe I don't know but um, what do you guys got planned for this year that makes this year a bit more a bit different and a bit special for for this 2019 scop season well uh, first of all We've got we've got the sponsors that we had last year, which is great. So we're able to continue that on, and that's a big boost for us and a, a vote of confidence from from VRS from Peter Dimov, which is absolutely fantastic. And what he has done in helping to expand us outside of the Australian um, community has been absolutely huge. Jamie McKnight's on board again. Um, as a major sponsor this year, which is absolutely fantastic with, with West End Mazda. And we're, we're really happy to have him on in that respect. And also he's he's um, come on for the OSR Wednesday Night V8 series and the development series, which is, well, I've got to thank both of those guys straight off the top because without them, you know, we just couldn't put the show on. And I've got to say, it's not all just what we do from regards to race control because you've just got well you for starters what you guys do in helping us get the media out absolutely brilliant you've got sim speed and what they're doing and where they're progressing to which is just come leaps and bounds for the series and it's made the series explode mm. to where we're getting international entries now and people wanting to come in and let's give this a go yeah. so we've got some really nice little there's a few little changes and and, and uh rules changes and then there's one nice one which we're absolutely terrified of but we're going to give it a shot so the first thing i should say is that um those of you that will will know that there's been a few hot um hot face uh, hot patches hot fixes whatever in the last couple of weeks from the season one build and they've been addressing the issue of being able to with the with the new weather variations and so forth of us being able to in a uh, set server or in a private servers maintain the same weather settings. So we'll be able to do what we did in the past and when we set up our prequel servers, the weather's going to be the same in all of them. So you're not going to have variable weather. Oh, that's good. Ones. Yeah, it's, it was a real headache for us. We were tearing was, our hair I was out. interested about that one, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we were struggling with it. And trust me, there's been a lot of communication backwards and forwards to iRacing. And it really, I, I, my understanding, and I, I wasn't involved in that communication, but my understanding really was is, look, we were going to drop that in, but we didn't quite have time to do it, so it'll come next build. And we were sort of saying, we really, really, really need it. Please, please, please. <laughs> and how wonderful is it that somewhere along the line that communication came through and they said, okay, well, bang, we did it, and they gave us a hot fix, and, and, and boom, we can our series is you know fair again from the prequels. So that's great. Um it is. It's absolutely fantastic. And and again, once again this year, I, I can let your your um, your listeners know that our rounds will align with the official series. So I, I've got to have a huge shout out to Mark Samuel for instigating that at the beginning of last year because it's it's been an absolute godsend. So when it comes to the the, the weekend or the week of a Scops round, it'll be the official series as well. So you'll be able to practice and um, align the two, which is 
just fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah, otherwise you get guys trying to juggle two, two tracks and you never really want to see a, a driver or a team having to make a decision to either put energy into one or the other. So yeah, absolutely. That's really good. Absolutely. Really it's it's good. fantastic. And, and Mark came up with the idea last year and I was just blown away that he would do it um, and he made it happen. And it was absolutely fantastic. And and I, I, you know, again, thanking thank you to him for last year and for this year to, to make it happen. It's just it's fantastic that we can align ourselves with the official series, or should I say, the official series aligns itself with Scops, if I may be that bold. Yeah, uh, you should, mate. Which is fantastic. That's <laughs> absolutely. I'm, I'm still blown away that 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 they do that and, and that, that we can we can make that happen. So yeah, that's that's absolutely brilliant. Um, the new things just in the, in the basic administration, uh, the registration now will be on the SimSpeed website. Um, yeah. And you'll notice that in doing that registration, they're asking a few more personal questions um, and you can upload photos. But I... I I, off, I looked at that and I thought, oh, gee, I wonder how that'll go. But then when I looked into the background of it to see what they're planning to do with how they're going to bring the details of the driver personality forward and how they plan to expand on that and, and integrate it into the broadcast is going to be fantastic. So Yeah, that's the key. And it it the really key. is. That's the future of sim racing. It, it's, a, it's a personality thing, isn't it? But yeah, I mean, to try and get the uh, personality out, not just the cars on screen, because that's really interesting speaking to you, Mike, about this because talking of personalities, you get to see a lot of the stuff that we see um, as far as taking note of the personalities and, and the kind of the drama stuff. I, I don't want to get too much into it right now, but that is something that is key to actually exposing uh, the entertaining part of, uh, of Scops. And you must see a lot of that. I mean, not to, not to digress too much, but I mean, the personalities and, and certain sides of someone's personality you must see that and uh have a bit of a laugh uh <laughs> sometimes <laughs> some of the comments you must hear well you know on the odd occasion i have to admit on the odd occasion we may get contacted by the odd team manager asking <laughs> or making the odd polite query as to why their driver may have received <laughs> a drive-through penalty um, <laughs> sometimes it's not a very polite message. I'm just just thinking maybe. <laughs> well, I, I I prefer to think of it more as that they have abbreviated it down to two words. Um, oh, that real is it? And, yeah, and then after, after, after no, no, it is not good job. <laughs> and after that, then they may choose to explain or expand a little further on what they're thinking at the time. And I I, I won't mention any names. And I will not bring into the to the conversation the fact that they completely enjoyed giving me, in particular, a whole pile of black flag penalties whilst <laughs> we might have been competing in the Matt Torkins charity race. Um, but oh, oh. <laughs> oh, wow. the story thickens. Wow. <laughs> I know we've got a podcast to cover, but let's go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, no, no, but it, 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 it was all in, it was all in good fun. But look. Yes, we do. To, to say that, we often do get queries and people saying, you've got to be kidding, how is that a penalty? And 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 look, by way of example, for example, last year um, at, at, at Sebring, um, Ethan Grigolt um, was racing and there was, a, there was championship points involved, there was positions within champions overall. So, you know, from the Sims racing side of it, quite important points not to lose and he got a drive-through we we looked at one of his maneuvers and he, he got a drive-through and that was queried and 
you know, Ethan was was quite upset about it, and yeah, you know, I can understand that. You sort of got to you got to weigh it up. It's like, okay, mate, don't tear my head off, but this is what it was, and he disagreed and so forth. And and from that point of view, race control came to the same decision. And then when it was debated a little bit further, I actually went back um, after the race was over, like two days later, and said, gents, we need to review this. Can we please have a look at this to make sure we got this right? And because we save every replay of every race. And we all went back through it and all came up with the same result. Now, I've got no doubt that to this day, Ethan will say that's not, um, not a penalty. But we all reviewed it. And we all went back and sort of thought, well, okay, no, that's our decision was right. We all agreed with it. We did. We looked at it from a million different views. And, you know, we're always going to have those clashes. There are always drivers that are going to d- dispute that they shouldn't have got the penalty that they did. We're willing to look at it. And yes, you get some colourful language sometimes describing your decision. And sometimes you get people, you, you, we try and explain as best we can to people why and what it was and show them comparisons and you the forums are littered with times where I've just publicly said, hang on a second, don't tear us down, this is what it is. And um, you know, that's 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 where it ends up. But yes, we see some interesting personalities. We get to meet some interesting people. Look, I kind of feel like taking on the role of Russell Ingle here and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, what? objecting to Le- that. Leaving, but I might get fired. No, I might get fired. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> I um, I I think that's the right sort of approach, though, because you've got to take it with a grain of salt. With they're in the heat of the moment, they're a bit angry about what's going on, yep. but they don't have the foresight that you guys have got of you know, 16 different camera angles to go. Hang on. It wasn't quite the move. It look, wasn't quite on. Look, the, the, fun, you know. the funny thing is about that one is if that happens again this year, it won't be Michael making the decision. It'll be Brenton making the decision <laughs> oh, <laughs> because it's two teammates now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a good position for Brenton to be in, isn't it? Uh, two really fast drivers. Um, and that's, that's actually one of the topics that we're going to cover next week on the show. It's going to be a big show next week. And if in case you haven't uh, noticed, uh, this week we are – going visual so yeah stay tuned for all that that's stuff scary. next week that's some pretty scary stuff I, <laughs> I know tell it, it's, a, it's, it's a horror it's a horror genre isn't it our videos yeah uh, <laughs> at least that's what it was tagged in when I was there yeah exactly uh, we did no, Nori you did a great we all did good work on getting that thing no together. mate I think Nori looks better than all of us mate to be honest 100% 100% JC we need to do we need to do, go to the gym or something so gym for- makeup for yep. my for my effigy, I'm, am I just going to be like a little doll with pins stuck in it, as racing and an RC on my chest? Or something like that? Is that how it's going to work out? Is that what oh, you're going to say for me? Flapping mouths, flapping mouths. <laughs> that should be a, a, an award. The flat chat award is you get a special voodoo Mike Corolla voodoo doll. There you go. You can stick pins in when you're not feeling good. Very realistic and extremely ugly and scary. Gave me a drive through at Donington. Boom, another. Uh, <laughs> see, Norrie's still holding on to it, mate. He Let still remembers the track. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, very yeah. much so. Let's <laughs> we refer to Frozen. Let it go, Norrie. <laughs> um, so, so, what else? What else? Well, yeah, what else have you got? I mean, have we touched on the safety car? That, not yet. That's we a, haven't. Not yet. Oh, okay. I, I, let's bring I, this one. In. This is some scary and fantastic news. I think I'm it's the best thing by this. since fried bread. Well, I can. How I good can, is it? Uh, the safety car this year, gentlemen, is going to be as our first choice, and we're not saying that we are not going to. Well, we made we've completely ruled out that we can't be using the in-game safety car. But our aim this year is to provide a manually driven safety car, so that when we call it, clap, clap, 
but we're going to be sending a car out onto the track. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be manual, manually driven and with manual instructions at this stage. Until iRacing can give us something better, um, we're going we're gonna to do it ourselves. How good uh, do is we, that? Do we have information as to who's going to be driving those cars, mate? Well, we thought long and hard about it, and we thought, well, who's the best man for the job? And uh, Michael, Michael's dropped out. Michael's dropped out. We heard. We thought long. We thought Michael was driving, but yeah, how bad's uh, the fact that Ross Rizzo is driving in the series because he would have been the safest driver out there, wouldn't he? With like one, yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, he would have. He was the, the man. The but next, yeah, he was busy, and so we <laughs> thought, well, who else could we get? And they were busy, and then the next guy was busy, and the next twelve guys after that. But eventually, <laughs> eventually, Simon Pizzolo said yes. Why didn't my phone go off? <laughs> because you've been complaining about the the penalties that you've been given for driving off the track and that ramming into barriers. <laughs> yeah. That is correct. There was a selection process, and Damn unfortunately, it. yes, you weren't even in the running at all. Norrie. Well, no, that's not true. <laughs> if Simon Mazomo had not said yes, you were next. Oh yeah, there you go. Oh, there you go. But he said yes. So sorry, Simon. Damn it. Yes, Simon's the reason that you didn't get the job. <laughs> So Missed Simon Mazomo is going to be the safety car driver. That's great. And Simon actually puts on um, the geodesic uh, GT3 races. No, 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 no. I think is it. I don't think so. I, I thought he so. organised. Oh, maybe I'm maybe completely wrong. Okay, <laughs> that's the team geodesic who do that. <laughs> Simon does that. Well, oh, well, he organises the um, the uh, OEC. The OEC. Ah, there you go. That's and, and look, I've got to say credit to the OEC boys because we competed in their eight hours at Le Mans last year, and. On the fly, they did a manual safety car. And so we got to actually see it from a driver's perspective. And we were three cars. We were a three-car team in, in two different classes. And we got to see that. And I looked at it and said, guys, th- they've they've got a big track. So it's, you know, they, they, they've said they've made mistakes, but they've got a big track so they could work it out um, and get things sorted quickly. But the bones of what they did was really good and, I know we've had a lot of guys coming to us saying, you should do it, you should do it, you should do it. And we're always hesitant because what if it goes wrong? <laughs> you know, how do we make this work right? And and so, but we watched it happen there and I thought, you know what, that was actually, as a competitor, that, that was really cool. And I started the drive to make it happen. And that's that's what we wanted to do. So that's what we've done. It's it's It's... It's bite. It's trying to eat an elephant, but and we're going to take big bites and chew fast. But I think we can do it. I think we can pull it off. So, um, can I just ask, as a potential driver in the series, sure. potentially, sure. Um, when when you release the safety car, because there's not going to be, there won't be yellows. That's I'm right. assuming on the screen. That's so right. So. How are you going to notify drivers that there will be a safety car? Okay. Well, the first thing is that race control will determine that a safety car should be deployed. Um, and that's no different to what we've always done. And we would just hit the, you know, deploy safety car and away it would go. And it was a random thing and off you went. So what we're going to do now basically is we will inform and just by a simple control V, we'll have it queued up. So we will be able to text in game safety car safety car safety car and administration will come over or race control will come over and safety car safety car safety car so you'll hear it three times at that stage you are to then cease racing the cars around you 
slow yourself down at a moderate pace. Anybody that just lifts off the throttle or stabs on the brakes and causes somebody to run into the back of them, there'll be a review and obvious penalties to go on there. So you've got to slow down safely. And we will time stamp that. So the in-game time stamp will tell us that the race is going at X amount of time. And, and at this point, this is when we announce that there's a safety car. So if we have to review uh, a, a battle that's going on, between cars, somebody says, oh, he passed me after the safety car was announced. We can have a look at it and say, yes, that's correct, or no, that's not. And so we have to have people to be able to do that, and we're setting aside the manpower to do it. So that's how we'll let you know that a safety car is being called. The, and and the, the key thing about all this is the pit lane will remain open because the game will yes. stay under on green flag. That, that's that the biggest thing about it. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That is the big key to making it a... A strategy-induced um, result, you know, they're the yes. things that you see in real life that we never really get to see yes. the glory of in Scops. So that's yes. so good. Yep. And, and what we'll be doing then is we, we deploy the the, um, the safety car. We will ask them, obviously, to move to the end of the pit lane and we'll be looking for around where the leader is and where the leader should be coming through and deploying the safety car out in front of them. Uh, as best we can. Yeah, the leader might come in and if the leader comes in, we'll still deploy the safety car and, it go, and, and away we go. You know, like, Possibly everybody could be filing in to the pit lane to take advantage of it because it's within the window or whatever. So the safety car might be trundling around there for a little while by itself. But we group everyone up behind them and we will do two laps with the safety car uh, and we'll run it about 80, 90 kilometres an hour. We'll look at, at, at doing a few tests to see what's appropriate for the speed for the track. I suppose it depends on the track. Yeah, yeah. it does. It's, it's always going to be track determined as to how quick we do it. But the, the key thing would be... Um, having a constant speed, um, and once we've got two laps down, uh, we will then start to be able to do our manual wave-throughs. Now, one of the really, really important parts is, and this will be one of Simon's really important jobs, is as he comes up to the start-finish line as the safety car, he will announce that pit lane, is, uh, pit lane exit is closed. And you can't exit pit lane and file into the group oh. or look to catch up to the back. So pit lane exit closes from a safety point of view. That's very good. So that is really good. So everyone that enters the pits on that call, that decision, has to take into uh, take. Yeah, that's actually something they've got to really think about. It's yep. going to affect yeah, their strategy. Yep, 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 yep they do. And, okay. and the idea then is is that uh, the safety car as it crosses the start finish line announces that. That pit lane exit is closed. We timestamp that again so we know if somebody's exited the pits before or after. And it may be that they're exiting the pits or they're literally on the line when they call it. If they pull over and wait for the, the, the safety car and the queue to go through, no penalty. They file into the back of the, the line like they would have. And so what we do is the safety car drives through. It passes the pit exit. The queue of cars, once they have passed, we will then announce pit lane exit is now open and those cars can drive out and they get back into the queue. Once we've got everyone sorted there, what we will then do is look at who is between the safety car and uh, the scoreboard leader. So we may have to wait a lap or so to, to, for, for iRacing to catch up. We want to know that the scoreboard is set and, and that the leaderboard is accurate. So we've got everybody out there back on track. They've done their pit stops or whatever they want to do. And then we'll look at who is between the safety car and the official leader of the race, and they will get waved by. So they'll be able to drive out and around the safety car and go around to the back of the queue. So then we've got the leader behind the safety car. 
once we've once we're happy that we've got we've we've moved all those cars through, we will then look at who is on the lead lap, and where is the last car that's on the lead lap out of those cars that are in the queue. The ones that have been sent round to get their lap back, they they will obviously come back onto the tail of the safety car bunch or, or group of cars. They're not being counted in. They get their their lap back, so that's good luck for them. Anybody though from the leader back that's on the lead lap. Is that's amongst those cars that is more than one lap down will be asked to move aside and let all lead lap cars move forward. And so the lead the lead cars will be at the front of the queue and then those cars can file in behind. That's really good because, you know, you, you see week to week um, during the scop season, there's always a couple of things that happen early on and, um, you know, unfortunately a couple of people do lose a couple of laps and that, that – I suppose gets rid of the um, uh, the chance or, or removes a large portion of the chance of a, of a lap car getting in the way of a a potential battle for the for the win, which has that's definitely it. happened in the past. Yeah, well, Bathurst last year was, was a big accident with Jared, wasn't there? Oh, and so forth. And- oh, I don't remember that. What was that? I can't remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a tiny incident. That one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wasn't that Brock Caddo's fault? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even driving, but you know, we always pin it on him. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Well, those guys don't want to be in the position either. You know, if you yeah. look at Wayne Pendley or, or yep. Luke Emerton, they're not. They're not happy about being right in front of the race leaders, so that's that's really good, and it, it brings it more down to um, control. So, I mean, literally race control. You can actually control the race that we all want to see and want to be a part yep. of now too. Instead yep. of having to follow, hey, the great rules and the great things that are put in place by iRacing, but it's no secret that the iRacing format of safety cars is way more suited to the oval type racing that iRacing. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep. So this does put it back into the hands of the road racers. Like we follow the V8 Supercar Real World Series and we're trying to emulate that in in simulated format. And this is one of the biggest uh, things that we can do to get it on track, to get those nail-biting finishes because someone's made an insane strategy call. We're going to be able to have that this year. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's so good. That's that's the key thing. That really is the key thing is is like, uh, um, you know, Jared's incident last year and, and, I'm not. I was never critical of Wayne. He was where he was, um, and, I, and I know Jared was, you know, upset about it, and, and he made mention of it. You know, could we, should we do this? Should we be thinking about these sort of things? But you know, in 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 racing, it happens in real life, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes, so you know you, you've you've sort of got to go along with it, and absolutely, I, I can understand Jared would be very upset about it, and other drivers, and they just got caught out. Everybody was racing; it was such an intense race, and and there was so much at stake coming up to that last hour, and and, and they were in it. That you know, it, it's it's part of racing, but if we can minimise that risk to a reasonable amount without being making it sterile, then. I think it's a responsible thing to do. And look, one other thing to consider, if you if you think about, I mean, if I was to be in race control, I'd be like crapping my ducks as far as how much pressure uh, <laughs> you'd have to be under to make a call, you know, when to bring a safety car out, um, all those wave buys and, and making sure that it is all under control, right? But the same thing happens in real world and it's a funny contradiction how we all want to make sure that consistency is there in a race and throughout a series and we all want to see that the rules are followed but you know tell me that this isn't the case that you sometimes you watch a motor race and it's the unpredictable unpredictable nature of things that just happen 
where whether it's someone's fault of a misjudgment or a, or a bad decision or it's just the way that God would have it play out, it's the unpredictable nature of a race that makes us entertaining, compels us to watch to the end as well. So it's like a contradiction between the two. And uh, you guys just you guys are the ones who are like walking that tightrope in, in uh, race control. Yeah, very sure much. Very, very much yeah. so. And, and you know, it's one of those things that it's – I'm sure a lot of guys out there that – are very critical of what we do on occasion, but I would challenge any of them to sit in there and do it week in, week out, and keep going with. It. And and you know, to be fair, we actually like doing it because we know that we're we're fair, we're consistent, we have good racing heads on us. We don't favour anybody. Um, I, I would, and and if I was in race control and Simon was racing, I'd be just as happy to give him a penalty as not if he deserved it he'd get it there's no there's no question that we're best of mates and we've always been that way so to the best of our ability that is humanly possible we make the same decision and the fair, fairest decision under the circumstances of what we think and and I can tell you sometimes you know a decision might be left pending till after the race we can be arguing about it for 35 minutes after the race as to which way we think it should go and why before we come out with a decision. Sometimes it turns out it's a racing, we say, okay, racing incident, we just can't agree, so benefit of the doubt. But it's one of those things that it just makes the series absolutely spectacular and you, you have to have it. You, you can't not have it. Um, and, and it's what makes the series so good. So, yeah, that's, that's why so we So you talked about... Um yourself and Simon, how you guys get along so well and, and you guys are obviously running most of the race control. So um, you've had a, a, a special guest uh, last season who helped out a few rounds. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Want to help us in? Oh, yeah. us in? Uh, hang on now. Are we talking about Henry King? No. Yeah. No, Henry's done it before that. Oh, um, wow. Really? Pretty sure yeah, Chris Cassie's yeah. been in there for Henry. five minutes or so, hasn't he? <laughs> no, he's very no, no he, he, was, he was called into the office. He had to please explain, but that's, that's not something oh, that we really talked about. Called to the principal's office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We, we were not talking about that. Uh, no, we, we were... Uh, I, I guess we we're in the very fortunate position to have um, a little bit of a, a special relationship in that, and, and I got to say, it's he chose us, and we're just grateful for it. But yeah, Shane Van Gisbergen is a um, a regular attendee to our our team speak channel, and and as you you all know, he's on i racing and enjoys it. He's just one of those guys that he loves sim racing. He loves all types of racing, and and for his leisure, that's just what he does. So, um, and you know, we get to chat with him, um, and and you know hop into various servers and we all go drive and have a bit of a yak and a bit of a laugh together and he's just a he's just a normal guy like everybody else which is great and he raced last year and then when his race was basically over he he offered to um to spot for us and and help us out and we said yeah sure and he's done that on several occasions before which is i mean really uh, it's a fantastic gesture and and we greatly appreciate it but i i guess what's really nice about it is from a real race car driver's perspective, and not just any race car driver, he's at the at the peak of his game, really, and yeah. somebody that's highly respected. Whether you like him or you don't, you you have to admire his. Respect, his you respect you, you him do. You, you have to respect him and his skills and where he is and what he's done and what he's achieved and he's in his career so far. Um, to have him sit there and say, "Yep, 
uh, yep, oh, there's an incident there. Yeah, I had a look at that. I, I, I reckon it's that number car. And, and he doesn't really know the personalities of the people. He's not too worried about that sort, of, that sort of stuff. To see his decisions align with ours and vice versa is is sort of gives us that confidence that we are heading in the right direction. So, yeah, every now and again, yep, yep, Shane pops in when it's it's up to him, but he pops in and helps. Well, that's it. Yeah, it's awesome. good to know that uh, someone like Shane V. Gisberg, an ex-Fiat supercar champion, um, is in here and uh, enjoys not just the racing but being part of the series in that capacity too. I mean, we're always searching for more and more credibility for the series is going to help the for the future. We all know the drivers and the ones that in the community. We know how good it is. But um, to know that Shane can sit there and watch it as if he's watching real motorsport, racing is racing, whether it's on the track or, or sim racing, the – Decisions made on track and the actions taken, uh, yeah, it's 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 akin to each other. So yeah, yeah. Um, it speaks volumes to how how big the series has gotten too. Really, yeah, yeah, it yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Well, we know that um, Fonty is is you know mates with mates Shane with as well. Yes. So there is a tie in there, I guess, as yes. well. But I mean, there's plenty of drivers out there that that run not necessarily in scops. We I see names popping up all over the place on iRacing. So it's. Yeah, it just must be the platform that is the one to be on, you know, for, oh, look, for realism. Oh, ab- look, absolutely. And and to that, and, and again, I, I, I don't mean it this way, so please, I hope, you know, your listeners don't take it this way, but certainly in, in the past, and it's not so much now, but Scotty McLaughlin was in there with us, and, and Scotty was, was racing with us when he was, or before he was in the Fujitsu series. Um and, and and yeah, absolutely run around in there. So we've we've had a bit to do with him, and and you know every now and again Lee Holsworth hops in, and you'll see you might hop into Team Speak, and and you'll see you know Lee and Shane and, and a couple of other guys in there just having a bit of a run around a private server, and yeah, so there there are heaps of real guys that actually have a bit of a go at it and, and quite enjoy it. And they, I'm sure yeah. they run under pseudonym names as well. Where so <laughs> anyone who's out there and you see, you know, um, Joe Blow jump jump into server, you know that that yeah, uh, you know, yeah. may not be Joe yeah. Blow. It may be Maybe, Scotty McLaughlin. So yeah, or just, you know, could be SVG or. Yeah, or maybe Sebastian Vettel, or you never know. I mean, yeah, the litany yeah. of stars that come through our team speakers. I, I can't divulge how many there are. <laughs> no, well, no. well, no, that, no. I'm, I, I completely uh, believe that. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. amazing because <laughs> I'm such a believable guy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is. You're like, oh yes, cops. It's it's a um, or just i racing or sim racing. They're the it's changing. It's evolving. Um, from being a game, which most sim racers would never call them games anyway, but for the common person, um, this is the real deal. And you know, thinking about this topic and moving forward, just to get to the end of our, our chat, in, in a way, with scops and everything that's going on with the changes you're making in race control and having a safety car, it's just adding to the realism. But uh, the realism and the credibility of, of people like uh, Shane Van Gisberg and etc. coming into race control, that's all moving the the ship forward to a place where this thing's going to be uh, more noticed. And again, credibility is one of the biggest uh, factors, um, humanizing the sport, all that kind of stuff. Mike, what are your thoughts on where the scops is going to go in 2019? We keep bringing up the hype uh, but yeah what, what do you reckon mate Where, where's this thing headed and are we doing a good job as far as a community is there anything else we should be focusing on yeah just give give us your thoughts a little bit on, on Scops 2019 well I, I'm I'm actually quite interested to see where it goes myself from the point of view that uh, me personally being an older person and not being involved so much in social media um, as much as 
you know, a lot of people out there are. Oh, yeah, yes, you are, yeah. <laughs> I, I was just blown away with, with how far VRS pushed scops in one direction, how they shared, and, and the views that grew. Um, I'm blown away with people like yourself that come up with a podcast that you do and it goes out. And I, I, it's great. I li- this is the first podcast I've ever listened to, and I listen to it all the time because I, I have a laugh. I love listening to what you do. And, and that's just making the series grow. We've got real recognition of the quality of racing that we have. You've got people like SimSpeed that have been taken on board by iRacing as an official broadcaster for the work that they do. I mean, Jay and Fonty are just kicking goals everywhere with how they do stuff. And and we've always known it, but they're getting the recognition and they have got big stuff coming this year. We've got, Mm -hmm. you know, we've got the ability to be listened to by iRacing um, and I'm not saying that you know we, we're out there saying you should whatever but we can at least open a door and have dialogue now which is which is great that helps us and you've got this interesting thing that's happened in the off season where there's been a whole pile of drivers swapping seats so you have a whole new mixed bag going to turn up for the season. Now you've got things like we've, we've added an extra reverse split sprint round this year. We're still retaining the three drop rounds. We're still retaining the invitational slots for the Enduros. But we've got things like Belle Island coming into the to the track rotation this year. And we've had to obviously format for that. So there'll only be 30 car grids for split one and split two. So a harder format to get into. Um, we've got our safety cars. We've got, um, you know, changing weather conditions now. This is our first real season for, for changing weather conditions. Yeah, I can't wait for that. How, awesome. how good is that going to be? And then you've got the unknowns. You've got the current champion publicly saying yeah well i'm not gonna I'm, I'm i'm concentrating on the carrera cup stuff and i'm not gonna do too much with v8s and he's moved from probably one of the, the marquee teams to a, a team that's been knocking on the door for so long in in, in um yep evolution, in evolution racing, racing. Yeah. yeah and then you've got guys like altus um yeah, that's yeah. a big entry. I mean, yeah, yeah Sam time. Blacklock going there. You've got the the um, the Warren brothers the Warren there. Brothers. You know, so you've got that changing. You've Trick got the young... sports. Yeah, there's another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, They've yeah. D- doubled in size, mate. So, yeah. so you've got all these guys, and then you've got you've got the individual guys like guys like Brady Loxton. Now he's still on the up um, in in regards, I think, to to his sim racing career, and you've got guys. I mean, look at. Look at Forzen and, and, and Ross's effort at Bathurst last year. That was just what a fantastic result. Now you've got guys, you've got guys there making strategy calls that are every bit as good, and their driving is every bit as good as the marquee teams. You've still got guys like Josh Rogers. He's he'll drop in for a round or two when he can, and just just for the fun of it, and he's going to throw it into the mix. You you can't discount guys, the, the standard guys. You know whether whether Josh Muggleton races this year or not, or just the Enduros. Who knows? But he might. You've got Madison Down. You've got Ethan Greg Gold. You got the young blokes like uh, Jackson, Seuss, and Harlow, yes, and yes. Uh, you know producing Ooh, speed. A, a, a Griffin Gardner. Yes, well, moving just uh, just to put a little bit of a, a stop into this conversation, and I want to just jump in and ask one of the hard questions. I didn't sure. know I was going to ask this, but sure. Mark Samuel, this one's for you, mate, Mister Mike Koroloff. Speaking of young drivers and a team that might be coming on the up, Redback Racing. Do you yeah. know what I'm going to ask? 
<laughs> he does. He knows. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is for you. Uh, yes, Mark. What's the situation with a certain driver from uh, Redback Racing Team? Because we have uh, mixed opinions. I mean, there might be one of the most controversial drivers that the V8 community has ever seen in sim racing. Um, and I'm sure that, that the young fellow who I'm speaking of uh, doesn't even mind that that's the case because polarization, uh, whether you like it or, or don't like it, it does create feedback and it creates a buzz. And I think that whether you love him or hate him, Mr. Harley Haber is part of the growth of the humanization of this sport and he's not in scops this season and he's not he wasn't allowed in last year um i am not i'm impartial i'm not saying it'd be great to have him or it wouldn't i'm just impartial i'm just a, a common viewer and observer of the game but what's your thoughts mate are we going to see the the phenomenal talent and the fiery temperament of a harley haber in scops this season well, I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I, you said any question. I did. I did say any question, and I, and, I, and look, I will, I will answer it honestly. All right. Here, here's the thing. So, there were issues in the past, and that led to Harley being excluded from Scops. Now, I, my overall thought, just in, if if you put it as a generalisation, is Harley is a, a fast, talented driver. He's quick and he's also young. Now, Mark came to me a while ago and, and basically said, we've taken him under our wing. What are the chances? And at that stage, I said, mate, they're pretty much zero uh, because of what he'd done and how he'd gone about it and, and a, a litany of bits and pieces that just left the risk. And, and I should say this is that the risk was unacceptable um, and because we're – our, our direction and growth and professionalism is on the up and we just can't have that happening and we have to make those hard decisions. And I, I well, you never like I it. I never thought of it like that. That really makes sense. Though, you, you, I never you thought of it like that. that you, you, really, you just have yeah. to. From, from a credibility point of view, we just can't have incidents like that occurring and things going on in the background. So anyway, that's, that's the past. And Mark basically said, we're taking him under our wing. So it's a mentor program and he asked me for time frames and I said, well, you can't, you just can't let, you, you can't click your fingers and go, oh, he's good now, it's all good to go. Oh, we, we want proof and that's going to take time and you have to understand that that is where we are with it. And to date, we are happy to say we have not seen anything that raises our eyebrows. And I guess it's the lack of seeing issues that makes us happy to see. So that presents well for Harley. And I got to have a really good chat to Mark Samuel at the Bathurst 12 hour, not a long one, but a, a, a good productive chat. And I've spoken with the guys at OSR about this. And I know the SimSpeed crew have been talking him up in the ASOC, ASC races. And I've viewed a few of those myself just quietly from the spectator. And I've competed in a few and we've looked. And I think if the path is followed and it is continuous, then you may, may see him appear later in the year that may be a possibility but in truth the, the the end decision as to whether he does or not is entirely in his lap okay i accept that answer 
Thank you. <laughs> no, I mean, I wonder. I wonder if Harley listens to this. I know some of the Wheelie Bins guys listen. And just as a complete uh, sidetrack, should have uh, commissioned Shane Evans to drive that safety car, mate. Shane is the the safety car driver of. The- no, no, I think I think Shane might be running Scops this year, man. There you go. I know he, he's he's made he's bloody fast and he's he's consistent. So yeah, maybe he's not good not good in the safety car. He's better in the supercar. But um, Harley, yeah, I don't know if he listens, but um, mate, I hope he he has a desire to run in Scops because of where it's going. Um, and I hope that desire does tend to uh, grow uh, some more. Uh, compassion for the the uh, the thoughts and the desires of everyone else in the series that we want it to grow in credibility and uh, as far as a series go to really make a spectacle out of it that it's okay to have spectacular racing which is what I think a lot of these young guys want to do they want to show how bloody good they are and yep. how spectacular they can be yep. the fireworks they can create which I'd love to see but you've got to balance that out with some type of level-headed maturity, which I yep. know that young young man can do because he drives race cars for real. That's right. And he can do it on track. Why that's not right. do it in the sim? So that's right. That's, that's just exactly that, right. That's, yeah. So, I mean, I, I hope he does come into it and I hope that he does show you guys uh, what you need to see as far as not you know, doing anything too crazy. But uh, look, I, I shouldn't speak too much because I don't know Harley too well at all and I haven't really seen anything crazy, but I have – yeah, the proof is in the pointing of what you said. So let's let, yeah, let's let's hope so. Look, the series the series needs it, it needs young fast drivers, and the more good drivers we have that are presenting themselves to the front of the grid, the the, the hotter the competition. And certainly, you know, we've looked at grids last year that literally have been separated from car one to car eighty by about two two and a half seconds. So when you have got somebody that can slot into in, into split one. Who's a quick driver, and he's shown that he's definitely fast. If he could stay level-headed, and you know, we're not seeing Harley of the past. So if we're looking at Harley of the future being what he is now, then that all bodes well for him getting back in. And that's that. That's about that's about as far as I can go. I'm not going to say yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. But it's the case that with Mark's guidance, um, who's a very level-headed bloke there is a good chance that, you know, we might see him for the Enduros should everything go right from here on in. I must say, this this has kind of turned into a uh, Praise Mark Samuel podcast. And, uh, <laughs> oh, he deserves it, mate. <laughs> he definitely deserves it. Uh, <laughs> donations can be made to OSR and, and <laughs> small notes and a lot of them. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, we don't do that. But oh, look, he, he, credit to him because he seriously has, he's taken on something that, I don't know that I would have taken on, and he seems to be getting a good result. So, you know, all kudos to him. Now, down back to uh, just back to the the rules in Scots. Sure. Just one quick question. Sure. Um, so, last season, I believe it was at Montreal. There was a race where we had oh. to run on American service. Yes. And it wasn't, I was in it, and it wasn't the most fun experience. Yep. Can you explain, have you made any changes there yep. to make sure that doesn't happen yeah, Hold on, again. I think my mic's not working. Oh, no, 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 the net code, no, 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 net code, <laughs> sorry, did that, come, did that come through okay? Was that stuttery? I don't know. <laughs> no, look, we, that was very difficult for us too because we had, Cars jumping all over the place. Netcode was an issue. Um, it didn't make for good racing because you couldn't race close to anybody. And and there were there were interesting things. I, I know that uh, Ian Ford um, Ooh, turned Muggleton. Josh Muggleton. Yeah, there was just on the start finish line. Now, even in race control, we had guys saying there was there was no, oh, there was just netcode, and 
we also had guys saying, absolutely not, he, he, he's clipped him. And I know that Brenton supplied me photos that showed Ian never came close to him. So we had three different sets of um, wow. uh, <laughs> uh, uh, things to a judge. Now, Decide that one, mate. We did. And, and look, <laughs> and, and to be, I, you know, yeah. Ian got the drive-through, but because we could, I, I could see it and I knew that I could see it and I had somebody else that could see it. But when that all came together, it just made sense that we, we can't run on other servers anymore. It's got to be Australian servers and only Australian servers. So in the event that we can't, use Australian servers, then we will uh, postpone the round. We will look for an available date that is appropriate that doesn't clash with iRacing and real life and Formula One and V8 supercars, and, and we will try and reschedule it. If we can't reschedule it, then we will cancel the round. Um, the same, we, we've okay. looked at... I think that's a good decision. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Australian servers or nothing. We just we just can't do it anyway. The, the racing is too close not to have that. And we've also then looked at a whole bu- uh, a raft of rules in regards to if a server goes down, um, what, rate, what race length are we at? You know, at over 50%, can we declare the race and how we declare points? And we've put um, rules into place for that so that whether we restart the round or we, we try and restart it that night or we declare the round and how we allocate points. So we've even looked into those details as well. So we've gone through a lot of rules yep. and regulations for this upcoming season. Yep. Uh, could you tell us where, if any team managers out there or any of the drivers want to find the rules, is there a place to find them? Ah, absolutely. The the um, the rules will be posted. There should be a thread going up that will have it in there. But for SimSpeed TV, the rule book is published there as well. So you can go to the SimSpeed the website. The website. Yep. Yep. SimSpeed website. You can go to the rule book there and um, you'll also be able to download the safety car skin there. I might um, add that too so you can... Um, that's something we haven't touched that's on. That's right. There is, a there is an opportunity going. there. Competition yeah. going. Yeah. How many? Laurie's pretty handy at the uh, paint. I, I did yep. get the crayons out. I haven't submitted one yet, but I have got the crayons out. <laughs> you should do it. But Norris is just going to be just flat chat podcast safety car. The whole thing. Okay. Is that fine? Written we can all just, over we'll, it? Why not? Yeah. Exactly. Why well, not? At least could, we can put it, it in there. It could be. A could be. <laughs> but yeah, no, there's there's a competition going out there, guys. So for for you you budding painters out there, we want you to design um, on on the 911 GT3 Cup car the um, the safety car livery, and if it's yours, it'll be used for the year. You'll get some eye credits too. Why didn't you guys use the Mustang? Because the Mustang in iRacing that's ten years old looks about ten times better than the one that just came out in supercars. Sorry, Ford fans. Yeah, look, it's a problem. It didn't have the tail on it. It just didn't. <laughs> I mean, it just didn't. It didn't represent an accurate Mustang. So. We thought be a better. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good representation. <laughs> and it's probably a lot easier for Mazomo to drive this thing and not crash it than he would in the Mustang. So there was a, <laughs> it was a double-edged sword, you know. So, yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, dear. So is Mazomo going to be driving with automatic? I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm, I tell you I'm what he will be driving he may, with. He maybe should, mate. He's, that's what they do in the real life. He's made up an awesome little uh, macro, and uh, the safety car will have flashing lights. It'll be headlights, but it will have flashing lights. Oh, wow. Oh, Bo, Bo Albert should be driving it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Is Bo racing in Scops this year? I uh, don't know. Chris? Mike, Who you knows? Know. Oh, look, look, you never know because Altus have got a, a whole bunch of new drivers in the V8 supercars and um, they're going to need co-drivers during the enduro rounds and Bo has definitely given it a crack in the past and we know he's not slow. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you never guest know. Appearance. We, could, we could cross to him live while he's racing and do a uh, a bit like they used to with Dick Johnson, on, you know, from Bathurst. He can... Um, he can do some commentary while he's racing. 
Yeah, I think his, his, his language might be just as colourful as some of Dick's language too. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> there you go. Okay, yeah, no, Bo's great. I mean, he's an absolute weapon in that bloody GTE and GT3 car. Yep. But, uh, yep. yeah, mate, it's looking like such a good season this season. And um, I guess, you know, I, th- I think we're all pretty happy to say thanks so much for coming on and spending an hour with us Uh tonight to, to get all this info out and um, I hope it helps people and go to those links too. We'll put the links up as well for, for the info for the rest of the, um, yeah, if, if team bosses and drivers want to check it out too. And Mike, if you want to, have you got anyone that you want to uh, give a shout out to before we uh, go off? Uh, very, very quickly, I'd obviously like to thank uh, VRS and Peter Dimov, uh, West End Mazda and Jamie McKnight for their sponsorship. Thank you very much, gentlemen. It, 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 we couldn't do it without you, and we really do appreciate that. I'd like to thank Jake Kennedy for, and and um, Foddy from SimSpeed. They do a fantastic job. It's it's absolutely excellent. Thank you, you guys, for for just doing what you do because it's another arm to Scops and getting it out there, and and it's it's fantastic. I think it's absolutely brilliant, and I love what you do, and I'm I'm happy to be a part of it at any stage that you ever want to ask me a question. And then the man that that makes so much happen. That is so silent, and the reason why he's here tonight, tonight is because he he's, he doesn't have a good internet connection, and Discord seems to hate him for some reason. Is Simon Black? <laughs> this guy yeah. is just the most yep. amazing workhorse for OSR, and he's taken it on himself to the point where we've offered so many times to say, "Let us do it." It's just like, no, no, I'm doing it. I've got it happening. I'll get it done, and he does, and he just sets servers and he puts up race notices and he deals with the most amazing stuff constantly and he's there every week through his own personal adversities that he has every now and again he's just there he's the nicest quietest sedatest guy and he's he's just a great human being but the work he puts in for the community unbelievable just unbelievable i can't speak enough about him and the other one is henry king he, he's just a stats man and he does the most amazing stuff with getting things on the online and the man's just had his fourth child so shout out to henry king oh. he's got, yeah, a, he's got a baby of about five or six days old and he's he's just helps us in osr immeasurably so those two guys especially um yeah yeah they do a great job well, thanks uh, again, Michael. Um, awesome to have you on. Uh, JC, Matt, thanks for uh, joining us for the chat once again. Uh, now, we spoke a lot about uh, Virtual Racing School throughout that podcast. Um, if you want to try it for free, go to virtualracingschool.com and follow the links and you'll get a free trial. If you want to hit us up on our socials, just type in Flat Chat Podcast and we will come up somewhere on your Facebook page. Um Hit us up on simspeed.tv forward slash entertainment. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.